Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the slave woman and the other by the freeborn woman. The son of the slave woman was born naturally, the son of the freeborn through a promise. Now this is an allegory. These women represent two covenants. One was from Mount Sinai, bearing children for slavery. This is Hagar. But the Jerusalem above is freeborn, and she is our mother. For it is written, Rejoice, you barren one who bore no children. Break forth and shout, you who were not in labor. For more numerous are the children of the deserted one than of her who has a husband. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we are children not of the slave woman, but of the freeborn woman. For freedom, Christ set us free. So stand firm and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. Praise you, servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord, both now and forever. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. From the rising to the setting of the sun is the name of the Lord to be praised. High above all nations is the Lord. Above the heavens is His glory. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. Who is like the Lord our God, who looks upon the heavens and the earth below. He raises up the lowly from the dust. From the dunghill he lifts up the poor. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory be to you, O Lord. While still more people gathered in the crowd, Jesus said to them, this generation is an evil generation. It seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will rise with the men of this generation, and she will condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And there is something greater than Solomon here. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because at the preaching of Jonah they repented. And there is something greater than Jonah here. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Just as when Jesus said that at the judgment there will be those who will say, Lord, Lord, you taught in our streets, and he will nevertheless say to them, Depart from me, you evildoers. So again in this passage, Jesus makes it clear that the mere hearing of his word, the mere presence of his preachers, the mere identification that we make of ourselves as Catholics, Christians, or otherwise believers, the vestments we wear, or the religious objects we carry, or the symbols on our wall or in our cars, aren't enough. 
It's obedience to the one who teaches. It's union with the one who speaks that brings us his salvation and life. We have to repent. We have to turn away in our actions from what is wrong and embrace what is right and good and true. That's what Jesus is saying here. You had people who were more responsive to the messages they had, even though those messages were less complete, less perfect. The preaching of Jonah, the wisdom of Solomon. Here we have God incarnate. We have Christ Jesus himself. Listen to him, obey, follow the preaching, and you will find what Paul is speaking about in the first reading, freedom. How perfectly this aligns with the celebration today of Columbus Day and the observance in our mass prayers today of the respect for life. Because it's all about freedom. The discovery of America, Columbus, the District of Columbia. What's the District of Columbia? Our nation's capital. It's that way for a reason. This was a significant day in history in 1492. Then beginning a new, whole new worldwide dynamic, the interplay between Europe and, and America. Brothers and sisters, first of all, we've got to support patriotic education. Education that is not this sick, demented, shallow, hateful of America, destroying of the, um, the good that we have inherited from the past, but rather instead a patriotic education that is meant to instill patriotism, instill virtue, instill a love for, not just a knowledge of, but a love for the history of our country. And it's for freedom. It's because of freedom that America attracts more people to itself each year than any other country. We welcome a million people a year from other shores, and rightly so, and we will continue to do that because they are attracted by the promise of freedom. Now, freedom doesn't mean anything without life. And brothers and sisters, because it requires life, you must be alive in order to be free. And you are free precisely in order to develop that gift of life that you've been given. And that's why as we pray for a renewed respect for human life, we recognize, as Paul says here, for freedom Christ set us free. It's freedom in Christ, which means it's freedom that cannot be co-opted or hijacked for the purpose of doing evil. Paul says, don't let your freedom be an excuse for vice. And we know that the biggest example of that, using freedom as a cloak for vice, is in the sick and demented pro-abortion mentality that still is in our midst. We need to challenge those who are asking for our votes in these days in America, because there are some, they shouldn't even be running for public office, but they're actually asking our votes so that they could be put into a position to make sure more and more babies are killed. By the way, all the people that are doing this, they have a D after their name. 
indicating that they belong to the Democrat Party. We have to be aware of this, and we have to stand against it. Otherwise, we're not following Christ. Oh, but, you know, oh, but this is politics. Yeah, so this is religion. Oh, but this is politics. No, but this is spirituality. Oh, but this is politics. This is Christ. For freedom, Christ set us free. Freedom to do what? To kill babies? This is religion. This is religion. And some who want to distort religion just try to escape from that by calling it politics. Some who want to betray religion, be careful because the word politics will be coming out of their lips as their excuse to betray religion. Oh, but it's politics. That's because they're betraying Christ. Freedom. For freedom, Christ set us free. For freedom, America is what she is. Founded on the principles that God alone is our Lord. Like President Trump said over the weekend, he had two rallies, one in Nevada, one in Arizona. Watch them. We have a special website, PresidentTrumpRallies.com, because brothers and sisters, he is showing what it means for an American to live these words, for freedom Christ set us free. Freedom to be who we are called to be, to live, to defend life, to grow in the ways that God calls us to grow as individuals, as families, as communities that are safe and secure as a nation. For freedom Christ set us free, so stand firm. We stand firm when we stand with the true history of America and don't let people rewrite it or trash historical figures like Columbus. We stand firm when we point out that no freedom allows us the killing of a baby. We stand firm when we stand as patriots in favor of a nation that was founded on and shaped by Christian values. We stand firm and we are called to continue to stand firm. And I urge you to renew your, your determination to stand firm, brothers and sisters, as pro-life disciples of the one who set us free and set America free and will do so again, the one whose name is Jesus Christ. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.